0: Hello everybody and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined as always by my good buddy John. Hey John, poor up a
1: Hey, howdy hey. What's going on?
0: Uh, not much, John. Not much. Just uh, going through life with uh, a foot full of
1: gout. <laughs> Woo! That sounds like a country song.
0: Yes, it does. Going through life with a foot full of gout. <laughs> yippee, yippee, aye, aye there you go i took one step and my horse stepped on it yippee yippee <laughs> no dude <laughs> it was almost back to perfect feeling great to the point where i forgot about it and then yesterday i'm at the ocean casino and uh the guys are re- there's this subfloor that they have all the wires and stuff running this room underneath these subfloors, and they're these big they're like almost concrete Uh, two foot by two foot panels that drop on the floor well the kid miscut one so he takes it out and throws it up on the on the floor and my cart full of mud right there and i didn't see him put it there and i spin around and walk and dude i stubbed my toe dead into this concrete i literally seen stars dude uh like it was perfect almost healed and then i heard it all over again now tell me that doesn't suck
1: Uh, almost back, and and it just pulled you right back in, right? Yep. can't get out of it.
0: So then I come home, I ice it down, I'm chilling, and then we're grabbing stuff at the house, and then Presley is messing around, and Presley wants to jump up because I put a sweatshirt on. I don't know about your dogs, but when I put a hoodie on or something else on, every once in a while he'll want to jump up to smell it. Do your dogs ever do that?
1: My dog can't help but jump on me all the time. She's, uh, uh, the... She's like 13 and has the energy of a puppy. And mm. so, she, yeah, she, it doesn't matter what I do. She's always jumping on me. So. Well, well,
0: this one here d- decides to jump up to smell something. And then he comes down and then lands right on my foot. And then <laughs> I go to step away and I almost step on him. He starts to scream. So I lift up again and slam it down again. So I'm like, what? I should just take a sledgehammer and just end it for the foot. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: chop it off right
0: yeah now. It, was, it was ridiculous god forbid but you know what i'm saying but so anyway yeah. it's it's feeling a little better today i used to put more stuff on it the good part is it only hurts on the top not the bottom in the top right now so it's survivable but when you texted i was just on my way home from my sister-in-law's here we're down to 20 degrees here and her batteries decide to go on her her thermostat so she has no heat the last couple days and i just find out about this so here i go over there here trying to change the batteries she ripped it out the wall and uh halfway out the wall and broke the poor thing so we couldn't get it back together so i had to run over there today and uh put a new thermostat on for her and we were coming back for that and she bought it she wanted to take me out to lunch and brenda for us hooking up the thermostat so i'm just thankful i could do stuff like that for her, you know because she hired an electrician to come out you know what they'd whack her over the head for today?
1: day yeah of course no, of course
0: but you can't blame them everybody has to make money but it is nice when i could do something like that that it isn't that difficult for me to do and you could do a good deed if that makes sense to you
1: yeah you know uh actually a couple of weeks ago doug i i went to change the water filter on my house and ended up breaking the pipe that comes oh, out and put, it, yeah, yeah. And so I had to replace the whole filter and the and five or six pieces of the pipe and everything else. I was rather proud of myself. I did the whole thing. So I am not a handyman.
0: Well, God bless I you. I am
1: not. Yeah, I'm not good at it. And well, uh, I actually did it, so I was rather proud of myself.
0: So. Well, very good. And, and anytime you are in a pickle, John, you can always FaceTime me.
1: Yeah, yeah, you helped out with some of the tile and stuff when we were doing that, but yeah, this one I, I got done, so it was, uh, it was not that hard, and I, I felt, you know, I mean, when you do something like that, and you're not accustomed to it, it does make you feel proud of yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah so. well that's the one thing i do like about my job when somebody's not breaking my stones if you get what i'm saying <laughs> it is rewarding when you like that's why i like the re. i love the drywall as far as when we're doing intricate stuff down to casinos or whatever when you're doing like all kind of detail work or whatever but i i don't mind it then but the good part about the remodeling is when you remodel a customer's bathroom or kitchen or whatever it is rewarding when you're done it you know you get to do stuff yeah, like that so
1: yeah you get to see the brand new look of the item and see how how uh, how, how much they appreciate it and how, how great it makes their, their house look
0: oh absolutely I mean it does make you feel good especially when you sit down you design it all and it comes out even better than they thought it would so that makes you happy but uh so uh, what did make me happy did you see my eagles lose to the stupid commanders this week
1: I saw that, and I, I'm uh, apparently my Gators are losing to god awful Vanderbilt right now. So football just is in the in the pot right now. It really is. So, but dude, if
0: I could fire or replace one individual in all the sports, it would be my defensive coordinator. I hate him so much. <laughs> I don't, uh, the man outside the game seems very nice, but as a, a defensive head coach, I just hate the man. I hate him. I I hate. I mean, I know hate's a, hate's a strong word, but in this case, hate isn't even a strong enough word for my, how much I, <laughs> I hate him as a coach. Not as a human, as a coach, I can't stand him. He's our own worst enemy. I mean, he's out there playing defense and then also playing defense against their own offense by allowing the other team to be on the field for 40 minutes. You understand what yeah. I'm saying, John?
1: Yeah, That well, I mean, you felt about him about the same way I felt about Jameis Winston, when he was at uh on Tampa I mean because he would have moments of greatness but then he was his own worst enemy when he'd come out and throw a pick six right after he threw a touchdown pass so it's the same type of mentality I mean if you can't get out of the way of your own feet you're doing nothing but hurt yourself
0: yeah and the thing that gets me is John he he plays this bend the don't break defense and I know I'm bored and non-football fans but I apologize I have to vent but he, our team is a quick strike offense. So you can't combine that like in a high powered offense. They, they're you need to, you want them on the field to keep scoring points. You don't want to let, but our defense is a bend, but don't break. So let's keep our offense off the field for 12 minutes and see, and, and, and keep them so where they can't score. I would rather give up a 60 yard touchdown pass, John, than let them run a, a 16 play nine minute drive. Wouldn't you? I agree.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, I, I, agree. I, I mean, and you can always make an excuse for the 60 yard. Oh, that was just a busted coverage or something like that. You don't feel nearly as bad about those as you do the. Uh, uh, 12 play drives. Those you feel like you just got your, your. it was a body blow after body blow. Yeah, yeah. and
0: he's giving it up on purpose, because you know how much I'm in the football, dude. I, I wish I would. I coached, like, mini, the little league and stuff like that, power, uh, midget and stuff like that, but I would love to have been a high school coach like our buddy Pat and the whole nine yards. I re-watch all the games again. I watch the game where I just watch the offense and defensive line. I mean, he's literally playing the game. They're running the ball 90% of the, they ran four, the <laughs> (laughs) ball 51 times in the first half John 51 times that's some teams don't even have 50 plays in a game John
1: yeah I know I know
0: and and the thing was is and you're watching the game you know they're running on almost every down he's playing his linebackers five yards off off the line of scrimmage and his safeties 15 yards off so they're just running four yards, 3.8, 3.8, 3.8, right down our throat the whole game. They weren't breaking anything big, they were just keeping us off the field. It was so aggravating. My wife comes down because I thought I broke the arm off the chair. She's like, What is the banging about? <laughs> uh, I need to get a heavy bag again in here, John. Hanging from the ceiling during the, when this there you guy go. coaches. There you go. but it was just so aggravating the sky's not falling we're still a really good team i mean howie roseman goes out and signs two defensive linemen this week so it's uh you know it, it just aggravated but then after that we get jonathan taylor this week you know and then n- next go. week we get uh what's his face king henry so it ought to be very interesting. We can't <laughs> stop the run. We're in some serious doo-doo right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, you got two, uh, two of the best coming right at you, don't yes. you? Yes.
0: But, and then the Tom, Tom Brady decided to win over his win with uh, some pretzels and schnitzel last week for you.
1: Yeah, he got a custom-made uh, leader hosen. Do you see those?
0: <laughs> oh, he looks so sexy. Ah, uh, I'm
1: telling you. Yeah.
0: I think he, he looks like he loses five pounds every week. I don't know. He's just, he his, his face, he looks like Frankenstein. He keeps losing more and more weight. He looks so skinny. I, I, I'm i starting to get worried about him. I'm thinking he's a little anorexic, John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway. Maybe he's missing you, no phone-cooked meals. Yeah, yeah well, I, I doubt she cooked, John.
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. <laughs> and He can hire his own chef, which he already has. He does. I'm have his pretty own chef. sure they,
1: they probably yeah. had a full uh, 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 kitchen staff. So probably oh. had to Miss Popmore and a Daisy and everybody else, right?
0: <laughs> no. and, and to boot, on all that, John, last week, and my, I have these two dynasty leagues. I'm in first, tied for first, in both of them. In that dynasty league, I don't know if you watch that whole game, but at the end of the game, the Eagles are trying to do that reverse lateral and all that stuff trying to you know make a stupid play out of nothing you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, so devonte yeah. smith catches the ball and then fumbles it backwards so he loses three, three three and a half yard or th- uh, The fumble backwards cost 3.5 points. So I was up by four. Uh, I was up by, I won by a point and then lost by two. I went to bed thinking I won by a point And then the score correction for him throwing that football backwards cost me a game. The the icing <laughs> on the cake, John.
1: Uh, uh, just uh, <laughs> body blow after body yes, blow. Yes,
0: final gut shot, John. <laughs>
1: So, yeah there you go Morning very shot.
0: yeah very very interesting so but it was a, it was a crazy week I mean I think we'll beat the Colts tomorrow we should beat the Colts tomorrow but you never know uh, and your Gators are losing to Vanderbilt that's sad
1: yes that's very sad after they had a, co- a good game against uh, Texas A&;M good game against real good game against South Carolina and then today they're just getting embarrassed by the uh, second-rate team out of Tennessee so well, whatever. I don't know, if that type of year, so.
0: No, I hear you, Johnny. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy year, it really is. The way NFL, two divisions are really good and the rest of the league is not so good.
1: No, oh, you ain't kidding. Uh, the division we're in, we're, the Bucks are leading the division with a, a barely 500 record. So it's atrocious. That South is god-awful.
0: Oh, it's it, it I don't know who's gonna win that division.
1: Oh, we might the Bucks might win it by default. They're the ones least likely to not win, not lose. I don't know. It's not like anybody's trying hard, so it's pretty disgusting.
0: Well, you got to play good at the end, is what it all comes down to. So we will see. So. Yeah, they had more announcement, John. On this, Disney World announces more details for its affordable and attainable housing in- initiative. John, you, know, yeah, you got to uh-huh. get yourself one of these houses.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure it's going to be affordable for a bus driver at Walt Disney World. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, apparently affordable to them is $200 a day to get in the park. We're going to get in that in a minute. Originally announced earlier this year, Disney has today revealed more details about its new Walt Disney World Affordable and Attainable Housing Initiative. Uh, Walt Disney World has selected M- the Michaels organization, a prominent developer known for creating homes in communities across the country, and here in Central Florida the build, to build, own, and operate new attainable housing development, offering affordable options. For qualifying applicants with certain income levels, Walt Disney World would contribute approximately 80 acres of land in Southwest Orange County, Florida, for the development located west of State Road 429. You know where that is, John?
1: Yeah, that's the Flamingo Crossings area, the new area that Very already good. has. Yeah, they have about five apartment complexes out there, and just like always, development in Florida, especially Central Florida the infrastructure was nowhere near up-to-date and and ready to handle all this influx of people. So when you leave, if you leave work at five o'clock on a weekday and try to go out that way, you sit in traffic for about an hour and a half. There's a single lane road. And why would you have not- Build a highway first. yes i it, i it boggles my mind it really does
0: i'll tell you Florida why
1: it is so bad about that so bad
0: it's like everything else they want the tax dollars and the money coming in before they put it back out
1: yeah and then what happens if you build these all the people are there and then you have construction for four years and that and it's nothing but frustrating and aggravating for everybody absolutely so, I, I it's so stupid
0: Yep. State Road 429, Doug, just a couple yeah. miles from Flamingo Crossing Town Center. Development is expected to include more than 1,300 units, with construction timetable still to be announced. Uh, well,
1: Doug, if it's if it's anywhere like affordable, uh, they they claim the uh, apartments are affordable. Yeah, $900 a bedroom, a bed. You uh, know, so basically $2,700 for a, a three-bed or a. a what was it? A two-bedroom apartment was going to cost us twenty-nine hundred dollars. That's not even anywhere near affordable for the amount of money I make. So well, I, I don't know what the hell they're talking about.
0: Well, affordable yeah. to Bob and Bob, dude. Yeah. You know, affordable. Well, and, to and
1: Doug, they'll have they'll have some that they'll 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 set aside for some folks. Not for you, though, John. Not, Not for fifty-one-year-old John who already owns a house out in Sumter County. No, it won't yeah. be for John. So it'll be for uh, other people who don't have haven't had a house and stuff like that. And they'll they'll have like probably fifty people and they'll raffle them off or something. <laughs> so yeah. you know, but it won't be for me. So
0: no, it we it really won't, and that's the damn shame of it all. Uh, affordable. Here we go, Disney raises prices at Walt Disney World while annual passes remain paused. So what do we have here, Johnny? I told you off the air right before the show came on uh, how scary this looks, John. And I'm I'm scared even more. Here we go, what are we doing here now? Here we go. Do, 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 waiting for it to load. Disney lineup of Walt Disney World annual passes will see price increases when sales finally resume. So, the Incredit Pass, John, that's going to be $1,399, Johnny. $1,400.
1: Bucks. Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, sorcerer's Pass is $969. The Pirate Pass will be $749, and then the Pixie Dust Pass is 399 which is no change. And I think that one is, uh, that's the one that has you get only so many dates. You know, it's pretty uh, minimum. You know what I'm saying, John?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, they're the new annual pass prices when they come available again, which there has been no announcements on when they're going to come available again, John.
1: I would imagine sometime soon. Uh, I mean, if they get the prices out, I, I would imagine next year they'll probably start reselling them.
0: I just don't know why you would want an annual pass if you can't be guaranteed you're going to be able to get in the park. Because the whole idea of an annual pass is like me the other day. We go in the job on Friday, end up on another, on Thursday, and we're supposed to have all these patches in. We're supposed to have these uh, 300 or, or 70 patches put in. And they didn't pass inspection, so we didn't get them. So we went to another job. But sometimes that means you get the day off. That would be like, hey, Bren, we're off tomorrow. Let's go to Disney World. Yeah. And how 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 often now can you the night before be able to get a pass for the next day?
1: I don't know. While while uh while you're continuing to do that, I'll take a look. I'll I'll go on my Disney experience right now and see if I can make a reservation for tomorrow.
0: going yeah, try that. How's that? Yep. I don't know. We'll see. And I'm going to go to the new prices. Uh, here we go. Disney, here we go. do 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 Disney will soon introduce park-specific pricing alongside with existing date-based pricing for single-day single-park tickets at Walt Disney World so here we go johnny disney animal kingdom will be the cheapest park to visit followed by epcot magic kingdom price at the highest and then hollywood studios is second so let's go what do you think the price range per day is at the animal kingdom john the lowest and the and most expensive which is going to be now uh 119 to
1: 189
0: Okay, you're a little, little, little low and a little high. Animal Kingdom's going to be 109, which went up a couple bucks, to 159, John, per day.
1: Okay,
0: okay. Uh, Hollywood Studios, what do you think that is? Uh, I'm going to go
1: 119
0: to 169. Try 124 to 179, John. Epcot
1: uh 129 to
0: 179 you're right on the second one 114 for the first and 179 for the second i even told you to cheat code i told you epcot was the second cheapest
1: yeah
0: well you forgot that quick we're getting old john and the magic kingdom johnny is take a guess there
1: ah 129
0: to 209. <laughs> no, it's a little high. It's actually 124 to 189. And I Dang and well, all I these <laughs> all these prices though, I think are before tax, John. You get what I'm saying? So that's why you're basically at $200 a day for Adam, I mean for Magic Kingdom, John. So, if you have a family of 5, you're talking 1000 bucks to get into Magic Kingdom for a day. That's a lot of money, dude. That's a lot of money. That used to be two... You could buy a two-week Magic Your Way pass for that, John, for a couple people. Remember those go. days? Yep. I remember a 10-day pass Magic Your Way used to be like $400, 400-some dollars, John. Me and Brenda could go for 10 days, the two of us, for 1000 bucks. For unlimited, for 10 days. That was with Park Hopper included so yeah it says along with the pricing model change disney will also automatically assign a park pass reservation at the time of a single day single park ticket ticket purchase replacing the current manual system that relies on the guest to make the reservation so if you buy a ticket you can get your reservation at the same time but what if you don't know what day it's going to be you know what i mean you could buy a one-day ticket and be on a week's vacation there and head down and not decide on which day you want to go. Am I wrong? All right. Uh, well,
1: uh, I did it. What do you do? You think I got a reservation for tomorrow or not?
0: I don't think you get one at the Magic Kingdom, but I think one would be available for Epcot or Animal Kingdom. Hollywood Studios would oh. be tight too.
1: Nope, got Hollywood tomorrow
0: okay what about the other part
1: on the on Sunday before uh, before Thanksgiving which is pretty impressive actually yeah uh, you, you were right with magic Kingdom no magic Kingdom tomorrow but I could get Tuesday for Magic Kingdom but uh, everybody else I could get one for tomorrow mm. yeah and that's with my main gate pass, which has more um, less flexibility than yeah more yeah, yeah then yeah than just about anything else so yeah they've definitely eased up a lot on reservations so i mean as you can tell the 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 place is packed so
0: no i i mean i know it's never going to go back but i mean these price hikes i mean it it's getting to the point where john i mean i was just telling you i'm i want to i have to come down before the 50th so we will be down touch on wood god willing shortly but after this dude i it's getting to the point where I, I don't even know if I want to afford it anymore. I love it so much. Me and Brenda today, I, as I was yelling and screaming again, I'm talking about us two hanging out in Italy and us being a paddlefish with you guys and then talking about times with mom. And like the sad part is it's everything there has my whole life memories to me. But it's to the point where now I got, I, it's, it's getting harder and harder to justify the amount it costs to go. Because even with my half price for rooms, the half price is more than what I was paying half price for two years ago.
1: Oh yeah, well, Doug, you know if uh, twenty-six and twenty-six uh, year old Doug and twenty-six year old Brenda was coming here right now, you would not be falling in love with the place. Right no, now, not at all. it is, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you are already hooked, so there's not yes. much you can do about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It wouldn't be you wouldn't develop that fondness for the place based on the prices that you have to pay now. You wouldn't. Have, I mean, I, I. You probably do better now than you did, you know, 20 years ago when you. So I. I don't even know if you would have been able to afford the type of trip that you were able to afford then. You know what I mean? So.
0: Yeah, I just got prices the other day for my buddy. Uh, for a family of three, checking in the 19th, checking out the 24th of February, John. And, to stay at the Animal Kingdom, and this is only with a four-day ticket for the three of them. It's four day non-park hopper 4706 John that's just room and tickets 19 1920 21st it's six days four days in the park and yep. the, and the 24th is checkout day so it's five days. you get what I'm saying John Yeah
1: yeah
0: yep. so it's a now this ain't even with food and they wanted uh, wilderness Lodge but it wasn't available so riverside is 3654 john and with the king room is 3600 the other one is a preferred suite you know what i'm saying yeah. king suite but uh i mean uh uh which one called uh the princess or not the princess the royal room it's the royal room yeah yeah it's 3700 and the king room is 3600 but you're talking $5,000 and 4000 basically, almost, for a five-day, four-night, or six-day, six five-night trip. And you're talking, uh, that's without food or any souvenirs or anything, John. Five grand to stay at the Animal King. That's a lot of money, John. Uh, I'd
1: say uh, a, a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: And, I, and 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 you know, all-stars would be around three grand, John. Uh, 2800 You know, at this point, yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, I gotta tell him on Monday. Yeah, Jimmy, forty-seven hundred, and that don't include food or park hopper. It's one park, one day. It's crazy. That's crazy, dude. If he adds park hopper, now you're at five grand, right? Yeah. So. It, it it it's 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 sad to tell these people how much you're paying, and then you continue just to. I mean, Chaping is literally laughing at you and, and in your face, like calling us. He basically calling us all idiots and morons is basically what he's doing, in my opinion. So
1: he's going to keep raising the price until people stop coming. And the thing is, Doug, you know as well as I do, at some point they'll reach a tipping point where it'll slow down and people will stop coming. Right. So it, it'll, it'll eventually get there. It's going to get to that point. And you know what's going to happen? They're going to go, uh, free dining! And boom! Everybody that just complained and didn't want to come and won't come and all of this, it will, they'll come flooding back. And as soon as he says anything about flood uh, free dining, and then boom, it'll be just as busy it ever was. So, I mean, he's got them. Uh, he's got them, and, and people are, are so sucked into it that it, it's hard. I mean, I've, I've had... A converse, actually, I had a conversation this week with a woman who uh, lives down here. She lives in uh, Venice, and her uh, her daughter lives in Hillsborough County near Tampa. And she was telling me that they're just not going to come anymore. That it's too expensive and and uh, stuff like that. And me and her were talking about the SeaWorld Food and Wine Festival, <laughs> as yeah. opposed to the uh, the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. And I was telling her what a deal everything was out there and stuff. So. I probably didn't do the right thing, but I think I convinced them to go to SeaWorld.
0: Well, no, good for you, dude. <laughs> uh, I mean,
1: uh, it,
0: it's just like I keep telling all the guys on the job site because we got a ton of work right now, Jim. I mean, uh, John, I was telling my buddy Jimmy and the other guys, uh, we got a ton of work right now. And the reason we have a ton of work right now is because a lot of this stuff, even with these trips to Disney with COVID and all. All these trips were already, a lot of these were earmarked already for their vacation because people were dying to get there. But this, our economy is so, dude, I went food shopping today for Thanksgiving. I I felt as bad as those frozen birds. And I, 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 it was so, I I don't even want to tell you what I spent today. It's, it's disgusting on food. I mean, I'm buying bags of, uh, uh, boxes of crackers that, a couple years ago were like uh, $2.99 or $1.99, $2.49, or $5 now, John. I, I spent like $30, uh, $35, $40 on like five bags of chips, John.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know.
0: For the holidays, chips, cheese, uh, it's it just hors d'oeuvres. I, I probably spent $100 on something I'd have spent $25, $30 for. And the thing of it is, is right now, everybody's still okay work still but what i'm afraid of john i'm afraid i think next year the bottom's gonna fall out of everything because nobody's gonna have exposable income to go down to the casino and stay for a night and spend money where where are you getting it from you're going my buddy drives a diesel pickup truck he's spending it's six dollars a gallon right now john for diesel I mean, I don't understand what this country how, why they hate truck drivers so much, John. Because, but, I mean, it's, it's what you're telling me. You hate truck drivers. There ain't electric trucks out there right now, John. And the truckers are what move everything around. My buddy, John, my buddy works me as a diesel pickup, and he needs it because he has a trailer and stuff to pull. And he's spending, he fills it up, John. It's costing him 230 $240 to fill it up each time it's sickening can't imagine he's spending a thousand dollars a month right now to go to work that he used to spend like three hundred dollars to go to work john four hundred dollars you get i mean that it's disgusting i mean diesel is literally two dollars a gallon now more than regular gas it was a dollar remember how like super it's always like a dollar more than super yeah yeah now it's two dollars more than super here it's six dollars, yeah, f- five ninety eight to six zero three a gallon here in New Jersey.
1: That's why things actually worked out pretty well with, for me um, when I quit that job that I worked at for so long, because they allowed me to take my truck home. Uh, there would be no way they'd be allowing me to take that truck home at the price of diesel right now. No, you know? so, hell
0: no. Yeah, no, it's disgusting, and he can't. He's right right now b- because of the trailers and stuff he has. He can't sell it. Because the price of trucks, if he goes to sell it, it'll cost him $70,000 to replace the truck he has, John.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: He's like stuck. It, and it's sad. It, it really is. It's it's disgusting. I mean, I'm spending in that little Kia right now again because gas is $4 a gallon now. I'm filling it up like two times a week to run down there. And I'm spending like $80 a week in a little freaking Kia Soul to go to work, John. When I was spending oh. like thirty dollars a week to go to work,
1: you don't have to tell me, Doug. <laughs> oh, I know, but it it my it, drive is my drive worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a,
0: well, so. my in the Atlantic City ones by about what you're doing, dude. Close to it, it's an hour. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's just bull. It sucks what we're doing, and then if food, you're in the store, and it's like, uh, you look at things. We just spent a. Uh, for the turkey we bought was uh, 35 bucks, John. 35 bucks for a turkey.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what we're doing for Thanksgiving this year. I've got to work Thanksgiving, so we were going to try to do a big dinner on Wednesday, but I think at this point I'm just going to go pick up some stuff uh, from uh, uh, Publix ready-made stuff. Just bring it home, warm and up, neat, you
0: know? No, I don't blame you. Well, we ended up, uh, we got a, they sell the big two frozen breast. Yeah. we bought two of them they're nice size they're like they look like mini you know they look like rotisserie chickens but they're turkeys uh, they were seven pounds each and between the two of them was 35 dollars John ouch you know, so so 14 pounds of turkey 35 dollars for that John yeah it it, it just you know, it, it's nuts right now. I don't know how. I don't know how some people are even. I don't know how we're going to survive it because it isn't getting any better. But anyway, I'm coming to Disney to spend even more money, John. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Did you see Disney? They're even spending more money, John. They just bought another cruise ship.
1: Oh sure. They got money.
0: Yeah, they bought a partially finished one from another, what well, they you know they have another boat being made but they bought this one too so there's already one being made and then they bought this one so disney today has announced uh, the acqui- acquisition of a partially completed ship to expand the disney cruise line fe- fleet and to travel to new global destinations for 2025 disney will work with myers wharf Shipbuilding company to complete the cruise ship previously known as the Global Dream in Wilsmer, Germany. The ship will be renamed with a certain feature, reimagined uh, by Disney Imagineers, and expected to set sail in 2025. Our cruise ship gives us a unique opportunity to bring Disney magic to fans no matter where they are. An addition of this ship will make Disney Cruise Line vacations accessible to more families than ever before said Josh DeMarco another another money grubbing of the Disney faculty Disney parks experience and products the new ship will be based outside the united states will feature innov- innovative disney experiences and exterior well, well did you hear that john advertisements on this site again they just pop up <laughs> the new ship is based outside uh, the exterior will be adorned with the iconic Mickey Mouse-inspired color of the fleet, complete with the signature red funnels. The 2008 gross-ton ship is expected to be among the first in the cruise industry to be fueled by green methanol, once one of the lowest-emission fuels available. Disney Cruise Line expects the passenger capacity to be approximately 6,000, with around 2,300 crew members. In comparison to the new Disney Wish that carries 4,000 passengers. it's going to be a big boat.
1: Yeah, that's a big ship.
0: And construction will be completed at the former MV Werft shipyard in Winsmer, Germany under new management. And the Petersburg-based company that built the Disney Dream, Disney Fantasy, and Disney Wish, the ship's previously owner filed bankruptcy before completing the vessels enabling Disney Cruise Line to secure a favorable price within the capable ex, ex, expenditure guidance. the Disney Walt Disney Company provided on its recent earnings call the, the project also secures employment for hundreds of former MD, MV Werton employees and will provide opportunities in numerous maritime industry suppliers and region. So Disney went in and bought them at, for pennies. they Gordon geckoed them John.
1: <laughs> somebody went bankrupt and couldn't finish the ship and disney went well we'll give you we'll give you pennies uh, on the dollar for that yeah uh, yeah that was, that was $35 now yes huh?
0: yeah we're doing you a favor dude
1: look you could get nothing for it or
0: yeah we'll give you something and put your guys to work disney fab 50 character sculptures get holiday makeover with magic band plus john Uh, where are we at here johnny the disney fab 50 character sculptures sculptures installed as part of the disney 50th anniversary now play new sound effects to celebrate the holiday season so i wonder if they have cast members right so what if i'm with you john and you have the special magic band that i don't do they find me if I listen to the music that you get to play off your Magic Man? There you go. $3. I could see them coming up and yelling at you. You're not supposed to be listening to that. You didn't pay for it. Uh, Disney shares more details on additions of dolls and wheelchairs at It's a Small World. So we read this last week. They're installing a bunch of doll handicapped dolls in the ride. So that's uh, cool for the inclusive. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, they did a lot of that already at, like, Disney Springs with the mannequins and stuff in the the shop windows. Uh, There's all different types of people um, in there, you know, um, disabled and anything else. uh, uh, So, it's it's nice to see.
0: Dude, what is it nice to see? I'm watching this live stream at, at the parks at the Magic Kingdom. Dude, it is crazy how... There is such a line for the People Mover, isn't it? I, I think we did to the People Mover what we did to La Cellier Steakhouse, John. I blame it all on yeah, us. I really do. Uh,
1: it's, the, it's the fanboys' fault. It's all us fanboys that talked about it so much, and we love the People Mover, and now everybody has to go do it. And so yeah, it's our fault.
0: As I swear to goodness, years ago, when it wasn't even when the parks were mobbed. I could always walk on the people mover. You remember those days?
1: Yes, yeah. of
0: course. Yeah, it seems like the last five or six years, excluding COVID, I'm saying the five or six years that were open, it seems like the people mover, the people movers, has, has had this new cult following, and I, I blame us for it.
1: I think, I think part of that is also the fact that finally, Disney World itself is getting some kind of. Um, traditional normal fan base that like disneyland has had for so long where even like our the locals that live here like me um we're getting older you know and so the people mover is something that you want to do as as you age you know it's definitely and you still can do yeah (laughs) Yeah, absolutely so i'm not running over to space mountain anymore so (laughs) you know i mean
0: the scariest part about the people mover is the belts that take you up and down they're the most dangerous thing dude (laughs) (laughs) i've seen more than one people wipe out on those belts dude
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah you know brenda like she's like an in in a super duper alert when we're taking mom up and down there dude oh i bet
1: yeah absolutely
0: it's high alert but uh and now we'll go back to speaking of idiots only one date remains available for the 2022 mickey very merry very christmas party at walt disney world holy cow people they are agree, nuts people. dude nuts to spend that kind of money uh the full menus for the 2022 epcot international holiday kiosks is walt disney world we did read these last week didn't we john
1: we did we did indeed i'm just
0: seeing if anything new popped up that we missed is that okay with you
1: that's okay with me did you uh happen to see my sunrise picture i took this week
0: dude that was absolutely gorgeous it made me so jealous and wish i was there with you dude
1: yeah yeah i happened to catch it at the right time and that was like the day after the uh uh, hurricane walk uh came through so there was still a lot of humidity in the air and stuff so it really made for that uh beautiful sunrise so it was, yeah. it was really pretty.
0: No, it was a it was a beautiful pick, dude. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I don't really see anything different. You got the Kalua pork sliders over at the at the the holiday sweet and treats. Yeah, we read all these, and I'll tell you what, I was very impressed with this year's menus. weren't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. It definitely sounds like uh, uh, something we can try to do. Okay, so we're trying again. So uh, December nineteenth, me and Lisa are gonna try for. Magic Kingdom and Epcot in the a- evening, afternoon, so uh, we're gonna give it another shot. Got the reservations. We're all set. So.
0: Well, I hope to goodness, and how is the beautiful Lisa doing, by the way?
1: Uh, she got some medication uh, from the cardiologist that regulates her heartbeat and stuff like that and seems to have uh, slowed down the arrhythmia and stuff that she was dealing with, and so she's actually feeling a lot better, and we have but we do have Taxol on Tuesday and then the uh, second shot on Wednesday. So hopefully uh, she can – she's only got three more Taxol treatments. So if she can get this one done, she'll only have two left. So.
0: Now, that's good. I mean, hopefully – and she's yeah. feeling a little better, confidence yeah. a little better. All in all, yeah, all
1: in all, she's she's feeling a lot, uh, feeling a lot better. She got uh, her all-important Christmas trees up this week. So she's uh, – She's <laughs> if she feels like decorating for Christmas, then she's feeling okay. So
0: yeah, That's okay. awesome.
1: So.
0: Yeah, and how was your anniversary?
1: Uh, it worked. Okay. Uh, so <laughs>
0: well, <I'm laughs> we haven't saying. had a
1: chance to really, yeah, we haven't had really a chance well, to celebrate anything yet. So. We
0: wish you a happy uh, we'll anniversary. Everybody knows. I appreciate it. Yep, my buddy John. Now, we know you can't text and drive, John, but I'm going to do it to you anyway. There's this turkey poteen. I'm going to send you a picture of it. Tell me if this, I mean, that does not look good, does it, to you? The fries look undercooked, and it just does not look appetizing to me. It looks like my dog plate looks better than this. I serve Presley with his fresh chicken and turkey every day. I'm not even kidding. Tell me, does that look appetizing to you at all?
1: No, it looks like the potatoes are raw.
0: Yeah, don't it? And does it look like the it just like they threw a piece of turkey around? Don't it look like it doesn't look appetizing to me at all. Uh
1: nah, it looked like they tried real hard.
0: No, it, honestly, if you replace the fries with Presley's dog food, that's what we serve him with the with pieces of turkey throughout and chicken on his plate, John.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I believe it.
0: It it, it doesn't look uh, and I'm not trying to even pick here, it does not look good. But like the next one, the seared scallops with the parsnip, that looks... And this beef bolognese with crushed potatoes. Now, this looks incredible. Now, I'll send you a picture of this. So Dougie messed up, hung up on John because he was trying to be cute. So let's call John back. John, breaker, breaker. Yes, I even I didn't even stop the recording. I let everybody know what an idiot I was. Okay, all right, can
1: you hear. Me?
0: Yes, I said I didn't even hang up. I let everybody hear what an idiot I was. <laughs> I was
1: like, okay, all right, uh, all right, bye.
0: Know how you slide the screen up? I forgot the screen yeah. was open, and I hit the hang up button.
1: You know, it's funny, when I was looking at your picture, I almost did the same thing, but I caught myself, so... <laughs> well, there you're yeah, smarter
0: yeah, so. than me. Now this, <laughs> is the, now, this is the beef bolognese, John. Now, this looks really... On the crushed mashed potatoes, now, this looks really good.
1: Let's take a look. I'm actually sitting at a red light, everybody, so relax. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that does look good. Now, that yeah, I like the mushrooms in it. Yeah, yeah, doesn't
0: that look very, very inviting? It really does. Yeah it looks it looks delicious it looks like they took some time to do that but not that first one dude that looks ugly and what do we have here what's this next one we got pastrami on rye it's like on a pumpernickel bread which looks pretty good but i don't want that pastrami on rye and then you got a smoked salmon on a potato leak. now this looks like something chef made john i'll send you this and whenever you get a chance you can look at it we're not trying to get you in an accent here but we're having some fun we're doing show and tell here john <laughs> now this looks absolutely and this looks delicious too because they do have the salmon cut up but it's done artistically it's done really nice
1: It's not deconstructed like they try to do the Reuben Festival. No.
0: No, it's on like a potato pancake, like a potato leek. It really looks... I I want one. It looks delicious. I think that looks the best so far.
1: Yeah, that looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, tell me that don't look like a nice... It looks like a nice bite, don't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that looks a lot better. I had the salmon pate um, out there a couple of years ago. And you want to talk about what you would give to uh, maybe... Give to uh, Presley. Uh, that was that. That was <laughs> not good at all. It was something that it looked like something that I gave the cat in the backyard. So, but yeah. So.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, and. But
1: yeah. No, that one looks really nice.
0: What looks good about that is you have the, the the hard texture of the potato. If you guys could see the picture of it, like the potato looks like it has like a. It's almost a little bit. It's caramelized and then the bed of the salmon and all and all the other ingredients are sitting on top of it so it looks like it has a soft and crunch to it doesn't it
1: yeah 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 exactly
0: uh, it looks really good to me i'm all in on that one and then this lamb kebab this lamb kefka looks really good too i think you and lisa will really like this john you're going to be yeah, out the there at this this time so yeah, that's why i was sending it to you
1: That stuff from tangerine cafe is usually pretty tasty so. yeah
0: now this stuff looks really good If you can't look, don't.
1: (laughs) No, she's all. Every time we go there, she's like, "Well, if it's spicy, you know, I'm not gonna like it." And I bring it back, and she tries it, and she goes, "Okay, that's not that spicy." Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So, no, those look. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything looks really good that you showed me so far, except for the first one, the the turkey poutine. Yeah, that that looks like rock.
0: Yeah. I mean, it looks disgusting. I mean, it doesn't look like any effort went into that, dude. You know that's, you know, now over here at the American holiday table. Now these look really good, dude. To me, I mean, you got the slow roasted turkey with Ben's original stuffing, mashed potatoes, green beans, and green beans and cranberry sauce, and then you got a blackened catfish. Now both of these look very good too. I'm liking the show and tell, John. <laughs> Are you? Am I bothering you yeah, with this?
1: Sure. No, not at all.
0: I think it's really, it's fun. Letting you see what i Can you see what I see?
1: <laughs> and Christmassy at the same time. Yes.
0: Look at these two. They look delicious. I'm all in for the slow-roasted turkey and the uh, blackened catfish. That looks really good, dude. I
1: didn't think you were a catfish
0: fan. I don't... Dude... Not, I've had bad, I, but I will try it. Like, I've had good, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh
1: yeah, that looks like it's got some, uh, uh, no, that, that catfish looks really good. Uh, some, uh, black-eyed peas with it. So, yeah. yeah, that looks good.
0: And doesn't the turkey and all look good? The mashed potatoes with the stuffing, the way they have it? That, that I'm in for that. That looks, me and Brenda could, we could order these two and be full for tonight, John.
1: Uh, yeah, that turkey looks really good, uh, but you know what's probably going to be left on my plate. It's
0: the green beans, because they're hard.
1: Yes, yes, they're not cooked.
0: No, not We co-
1: like crisp vegetables. Eh, not me. I crisped vegetables.
0: Uh, uh, I'll tell you what, now we're over here at the Bavarian kitchen, and the pork, there you sn- go. The pork schnitzel look really good, John
1: pork schnitzel and the spot and the red cabbage
0: well that's what this has the red cap now I'm in for this because even though I don't usually do breaded but when you're on vacation I can do breaded John I'm in for breaded how the picture am I being a good photographer here
1: uh, that's great I I would think that stuff's right in front of you Doug
0: I'm doing pretty good now this looks good I'm in for that too The, the 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 pork schnitzel it looks delicious
1: yeah, that's the one that we've had several times. Yeah, yeah, that looks that looks a better version than we had last year, and I like the fact that the brown is over the Spatzel. So yeah, yeah, that looks really tasty.
0: Now this peanut stew, peanut stew with sweet potatoes, mustard greens, and roasted peanuts. It's a weird looking deal, dude. It looks like a, it looks like clams in a bucket or something to me. <laughs> tell me, tell me, just don't look weird, John. We're gonna get in trouble, John. We're gonna have the 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 police calling us about you driving.
1: I'm sitting in a red light again.
0: There you I'm go. We be
1: stopped here in a minute anyway, so...
0: Well, we won't keep you much longer, John.
1: Nah, nah I already saw my Gator score. They lost. So, go ahead and delete the game. I don't need to watch it.
0: Yeah, this peanut stuff doesn't look good, dude. Peanut stew with sweet potatoes. Doesn't that look weird to you? Looks like, I thought it was a seafood dish at first, when you first look in it.
1: It does look uh, seafood-y.
0: Yeah, don't it? But it has no it seafood oil like, in it.
1: Almost looks like oysters yeah. or uh, clams or something. Yeah. You know? that, especially the stewed ones.
0: Yeah, when I seen peanut, when I looked at that at first and then I seen peanuts, I'm like, what am I missing here? Uh, what do we have here, John? Layers of smoked salmon and moose. These look very different. I don't know what the hell they are, John. Thanks. You got cookies with red and green M&M's on it. Man, that was outside the box. Jingle sugar cookies. Uh, da, 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 da. Mm, they're pretty cool looking. What are these pops? Winter truffles and chives. Scallions, blood orange, pistachios, and... I'm looking at these. They have these, like, food pops here, John. The Tuscany Holiday Kitchen in Italy. I'm trying to read what they are. Tortellini and Brotto. Five cheese tortellini with house-made aromatic winter truffle broth and chives. But I don't know what... Like, they're showing me one thing, and it's like this bread pudding looks good, but I don't know what this... Salmon, Al Salini, cured salmon, tartar, Sicilian blood, orange. It's kind of like in a push pop, John. Remember those push pops you used to get? Uh, they have salmon. Would you want a salmon in a push pop, John?
1: Uh, no, I'll just take my uh, what were the, my push pops were the Flintstones. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take one of those. I don't need the uh, salmon in a push pop. That doesn't sound very appetizing. No,
0: not at all. Not at all, Johnny. Now, the sushi tree looks pretty cool. Like a Christmas tree of sushi. That doesn't look bad. Uh, I'm just going through the recipes, Johnny. I'm tying you up. Yell at me. The Tostito looks pretty good. Uh, The Holiday Kitchen in Mexico. You'd probably like this. Giant Tostito. Braised barbecue beef on a giant Tostito with Chipotle black bean puree salsa verde you're all in for that aren't you
1: oh yeah absolutely that the cerveza do you you
0: ever had one of these before john they're pretty good have you seen it
1: uh, let's take a look
0: oh you got your phone with you or do you want me to take a picture
1: yeah send a picture okay
0: just making i'm doing what i'm told dude
1: no okay all right
0: Uh, there you go it looks pretty good Looks like it's a decent size, too, because it's a pretty big plate it's on.
1: Well, now you're putting all these in front of me, I'm going to have to go home and show Lisa, and then we'll have to decide where we want to eat at,
0: right? So. Dude, it was a double-edged sword there, buddy. I was trying to help you out. Yeah. I'm here for you.
1: I see what you got.
0: Don't look bad. You no, didn't That see one it? hadn't come over. Oh, so. why didn't it go yet? It must be where you are, because I already sent it. it. Should be there any Probably. minute. But not – just let's do a summer kitchens and call it a day, guys. Don't you think?
1: <laughs> At some point. I mean, I don't even know why they bother. Uh, I drive around the back of Epcot, and there's still some that are in the back. And why, why are you even putting any back here? You should just rotate them in and out and bring them back here to clean them up and uh... – and repaint them and stuff, but other than that, leave them all out all the time. I think some of them they do like the can't Canadian one. I don't think they were oh. that. Yeah, is. a lot of them don't oh. go anywhere. Oh, oh. oh. Uh, he wants Uh-oh. his
0: food. Oh. He wants his food. Hold on. Go ahead, guys. Go get them Where are they at, dude? What are you barking at? There's nothing out there. My mother-in-law decided to go out in the living room, and he was in here sleeping and woke him up. I thought he wanted the food, John.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Everybody go, likes go.
0: Presley, so I'm not going to cut him out either. Now, the Takumi Thai operated by Mi, Mi, Mitto Sushi will reopen on November twenty third, 2022, at the Japan Pavilion at Epcot's World Showcase. So... The restaurant's reopening, John. Another Japanese restaurant. The Takumi Thai restaurant will reopen. You ever eat the, there yet, uh, John?
1: Is that, that, is that the fancy steakhouse upstairs?
0: I think so. New menu will feature two Omsaki multi-course meals priced at 250 and $150 plant based This is real money, dude.
1: Yeah, that's the fancy state. So, uh, to answer your question, Doug, no, no John has not need here. No.
0: Uh, hours of operation will be Thursday through Monday, 5 p.m. to 7:30 p.m. So they're, they're only open two and a half hours. Let's rob these guys blind. I and mean, let's get in and out. Uh, Can you
1: imagine spending $150 for a plant-based meal,
0: dude? If I didn't know better, I'd think this is run by the Yakuza. <laughs>
1: Oh, I better not laugh at
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mitukushi Mit- 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 says that it will be serving limited number of walk-in guests only with reserva- reservations to open at at a later date. So let's see if we can get a menu here at all, John.
1: I yeah, see. I believe this is the one that had the, the Wagyu beef and then that you could upgrade it to actual real Kobe and stuff like that. So, yeah, this mm-hmm. is... Uh, bit out of uh john's price range
0: yeah i heard something about that would go out and get the cow like right while you're eating take it down and, and
1: <laughs>
0: yeah i'm trying to bring up the menu here kids am i boring you john
1: no I, uh, i'm on day nine so <laughs> wearing me out <laughs> but i guess that's a good thing so i had too much time off so yeah, you
0: know, I get it. Yeah, I don't see. I've seen a filet served with sauteed mushroom, roasted potatoes, and asparagus, but that doesn't sound like a Japanese restaurant to me. I'm trying to see if I can bring up another menu. John, can you sing a song or something to entertain us? Uh,
1: you know, uh, Devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for. A deal. He <laughs> was in a bind. He was yeah. way behind. He was willing to make a deal. <laughs>
0: there you go. Now, have you uh, any stories on the bu- on the tra- uh, the bus this week?
1: Uh, let's see. I did actually the last three days in a row. I had uh, the same same paddle sheet every day. I did uh, four runs from Hollywood Studios to uh, Old Key West in the morning. Took an hour break and then did six runs from Hollywood Studios to All Star Movies in the afternoon. So uh, I'm a little tired of that run right now. <laughs> Three days in a row is a bit much. So uh, tomorrow I know I've got Saratoga in the morning and Old Key West in the afternoon. So at least it'll be a little different. So okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything exciting uh, happened? I don't know. I, I think the best thing I did all week was take that picture. So no, that was, that was a good.
0: hell of a picture. Yeah. Now this pro. Now this place is a ton of. Now the original menu has a ton of sushi, like sashimi sushi, which is two pieces for 12 hours. They have a bunch of different sakis. Now, the entrees, yeah, here's where the money was spent. Japanese A5. Now, I don't know the difference between A5, A3, Z7. I don't know the difference. But Japanese A5 Wagyu Tenderloin Leek Sauce. Worashita. Curried, pota- curried potatoes, curried potatoes, and Caesaral mushroom, John. Uh, $120. Is that that's up your the lane?
1: Steak, that's the type of steak you cut with a fork. And it probably does cut with a fork.
0: Dude, uh, yeah. I better be able to snap my fingers and it breaks apart. <laughs> well, uh, then you got another one is a Japanese A5 Wago ribeye potato, lotus root, baby shiitake mushrooms, cipollini cipollini onions, armia sashimo pepper reduction. And that's $115, John.
1: Doug, if I have a ribeye like that, I don't know if I want any peppers on it. I mean, I know know shishitos aren't uh, that hot, but I want to taste the beef. I mean, really, for that price, you know, I don't want to drown it in any kind of flavoring.
0: No, they don't like Americans because the American Wagyu strip steak, purple sweet potatoes, roasted mayatake mushroom, mitake mushrooms, fresh wasabi root. That's only $85, John. So the American beef isn't as good. <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, myosa the, the names I'm not even reading. It's Okuchuzuka. It's a Misosaki sea bass. Uh, and it's... I can't even read all this other stuff. It has a mushroom broth a bunch of other stuff. That's $52, John. They got a marinated duck with squash, enamame beans, Japanese mizuna, cured duck egg yolk, and a grape reduction. That's $46, John. Uh, Tampura tagger prawns, crispy siltron tofu, green tea, smoked black rice, caramelized, three sea beans for $44. And then you got a Misaki salmon with a citrus curry asparagus with baby shiitake mushrooms and a black sesame tofu for $42, John. So the prices here, are... I don't know if I'm educated, if I my palate is defined, I'm a foodie, But I don't know if I, I, do you think I could really appreciate a $120 piece of beef, John?
1: Uh, It depends. I mean, I worked at a place that we actually had Kobe beef, um, and every once in a while we were able to take some, uh, the the flat iron home. He'd end up with an extra uh, flat iron steak, and it is phenomenal. I mean, it is probably the best tasting steak I've ever eaten in my life, but... I don't know if it's 129, especially at this point of my life. It's definitely not worth it. But yeah, if you got it, you would be able to take You would be able to tell the difference. Yeah. Now like, I've had
0: Kobe beef that I've grilled tenderloins that I bought at the out at the yeah. butcher. We have this butcher in Hamilton. Now, for a couple Kobe beef, uh, like seven ounce fillets, you know what I'm saying? I spent like 45, 50 dollars on them. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. I tasted it, but I don't know. My point is, I appreciate people cooking for me and everything else, but I, I, they, you have to mark that up, which I understand it. I don't think it's worth $120 for me and Brenda to each go to spend $240 on that. I would rather go no. to Paddlefish and get, or go over to La Cellier and spend 100 and I'd be just as happy. You're, you get what I'm saying if you weigh out the two prices?
1: Yeah, I, I think so, and I, I would think you'd probably get as good a steak probably at Shula's. um somewhere like that i don't know about yachtsman i wasn't all that impressed with yachtsman but i've heard really good things about chulas
0: and i'm sure this is really really good but what my point is is i don't know if i would leave there saying that i was that more like if you do 240 now for the steaks because me and brenda would both get the tenderloin and then drinks and sides and everything else we're probably 300 now at 20 percent we're 400 would tip you follow me Oh, I don't yeah. know for the extra two hundred. If me and Brenda did La Cellier, now it'd be a hundred and say ten for the two fillets, or a hundred and twenty drinks and everything's two, and then I mean around $180, one eighty, one seventy appetizer drinks. So we'd be like two and a quarter. I don't know if double the price would if I'd be double as happy. I'm not trying to be cheap, but you get what I'm saying there. For the four hundred compared to two hundred, I think I would have just as good a time and be just as happy at La Cellier. Do you disagree with me on that? For the 200 hours uh, I saved.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I would think so. And I, I would think for our palates, Doug, me and you, uh, meat and potato type of guys, I think the a La Selle would have better sides or sides that we would enjoy more. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, I know they've got great potatoes and not to mention the cream brulee for dessert. So, <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff too. So
0: Yeah. I'm trying to go over to the swan here with is to see what the prices are on his steaks for his better ones. Do, 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 yeah, I heard
1: somebody I heard somebody talking about that today, and I know uh, I know Tommy will never eat there because uh, apparently Shula said some bad stuff about uh, Tom Brady and uh, uh, Bill Belichick. So. <laughs>
0: dude, as we know, Belichick and Brady can say anything bad about anybody else, but you cannot say anything bad about them. They are perfect, dude. When God created perfection, I I I think Brady poops like chocolate bars and pees like what uh what 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 would you uh, what 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 what's the best uh champagne uh what would you say john
1: dom perignon dom perignon
0: <laughs> so he poops godiva chocolate and pees dom perignon <laughs> right
1: <laughs> uh, i don't know about that i'm not going to i'm not going to find out so.
0: if he throws up it's kind of like some kind of uh exquisite pudding john like the best pudding on uh, i mean uh huh yeah, I mean, uh-huh. I, I just don't think... And then Belichick, I mean, he does no wrong either. I don't know why... She, is, where are we at here? Why ain't it coming up?
1: Okay.
0: I know why it ain't coming up, because I went to the swan instead of the dolphin, because sure it sure is at the All dolphin. Right, Let me go. go back to the dolphin here. Here we go. Uh, da, 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 da,
1: so, da, da. so now, why does the, the swan hotel have a giant swan on top of it, but the dolphin has a fish?
0: i don't know dude you have to ask graves who built the place
1: <laughs> and okay all right so we're maybe we're gonna go with well it's a dolphin fish well a dolphin fish my my is spelled d-a-u-p-h-i-n not dolphin d-o-l-p-h-i-n so they spell it like the mammal so it should have the mammal dolphin on top of it i i I'm caught hijinks and i would like to see that removed and replaced with the appropriate dolphin statue
0: I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, John. Send out the oh, thank f- paperwork thank and I will sign it.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: We've eaten chulas, but it was years ago, John. Probably 12, 15 years ago and we loved it, me and Brenda. But they get a 24-ounce porterhouse, which, dude, that would be... Me and Brenda could split that two nights for there.
1: <laughs> 24-ounce. Well, you got, you got the bone in there, so that's four ounces or so. So that brings you down to twenty. I could give Lisa the tenderloin fillet out of it, and she'd kill it. And I'd friggin' eat, mm, yeah, maybe three quarters of a strip. Depends how how nice it's cooked, you know. So.
0: Porterhouse is a good, pretty good steak, right, John?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: So a twenty-four ounce porterhouse here is only sixty-four dollars, John. Not only sixty-five dollars. Not only, but that doesn't sound horrible, does it?
1: No, for a two-pound steak. No. No, not tw- two. A pound and a half. Yeah. No, not but not not really. No.
0: A 10-ounce flame mignon, it's $65, John. Okay. I can live. Uh 22-ounce Cowboy Ribeye is $72. 16-ounce Prime New York Strip is $70. Now, here's the big boy. 42-ounce Prime Tomahawk Steak. Now I did a tomahawk on the girl before. I, I, the whole family ate it, and there was still meat left over. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's basically like a slice of prime rib, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a alone, monster. So, yeah. What yeah, do you so think a
0: 42-ounce tomahawk is, John?
1: 119
0: uh, 155 It's an expensive cut here. Okay. Yeah. And then you got a 12-ounce filet, which is $71. So I could live with that. And then you got herb rusted. Herb, herb rusted. You got some rusty herbs over here. You got herb crusted and served with Yorkshire pudding. You got a prime rib, with herb crusted and served with Yorkshire pudding and aldeus, for uh, for fifty one dollars. That's not a bad price, John.
1: No, the prime rib I think at uh, Edison that I got for Lisa the last time we went there I think was forty one. So to go to an actual steakhouse, steakhouse and get something, yeah. So yeah, maybe that might be something that we. I, but you know, none of my discounts would apply at Shula's. So I don't think I would have. Uh, to. you
0: might get a DVC there. I don't know. Or something yeah, annual enough. pass, or they might give cast members a discount. You never know. You have to try. Yeah. Uh, you got a Norwegian salmon sauteed, saute grilled, or blackened with choice of bure, bure blanc or holiday sauce for thirty seven dollars. That ain't bad, John. No. Uh, roasted brick chicken with spinach and mashed potatoes and a sherry juice for thirty six dollars. You got Maryland-style crab cakes, jumbo lump crab cakes, mustard and Old Bay seasoning, and a rumelade sauce for $44. And then you got a ma- miso-glazed halibut for $40. And then your side dishes, John, your baked potatoes, 11 Your mashed potatoes are, you know, 12 You know, they're not cheap, but oh, yeah. it's not crazy. I mean, but my point is you could come here and get a 10-ounce filet mignon for $65. Uh, get baked potato or mashed potatoes with it. There's seventy-seven, and side of spinach eighty bucks. I I think I'd be just as happy with that as I was spending two hundred dollars at the at the state Japanese steakhouse. What do you think?
1: Absolutely, I think me and Lisa or you and Brenda could certainly split that twenty-four ounce porterhouse. So yeah. That sounds great.
0: Hundred percent. Yo, you ordered a porterhouse. lease orders two sides. You're good to go, John. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. I don't think anybody be uh, anybody be upset with you. Uh Yachtsman Steakhouse. I'm just gonna go here. Do you mind?
1: Okay, off the Yachtsman.
0: Yeah, let's just get some prices here. I'm just trying to compare. I'm just going with the main meals. You got a grilled admiral. This is this sounds pretty good. For two, tower for two, Maine lobster, snow crab, tuna tartare, jumbo shrimp, mussel scallops, ceviche, charred octopus salad, and $140 for that, John. I don't think that's too bad. Do you?
1: Nah, if you really like seafood, yeah, that sounds pretty, not that bad. Actually, that would be something great if you had, like, four or five people sitting at the table, and you could actually get that as an appetizer to, to pass around, you know? Yep. Everybody try a little bit.
0: Yep. And then you got this one, which isn't horrible either. It's uh, you got two choice of two sides with it, but you got a twenty eight ounce porterhouse for two, with two sides for one hundred thirty nine dollars. That's not bad either, John.
1: No, that's exactly what we were talking about with splitting a big old steak like that. Because Lisa likes tenderloin and I like strips, so it, we uh we split t bones and porterhouses all the time. So.
0: Yeah, so $139 for two, and he comes with two sides, and I'm sure they give you enough sides for the both of you. I, I think that's a pretty good deal for $140.
1: Yeah, I, I tell you right now, they did not have that when me and Lisa ate here, so mm. that sounds like a lot better a deal than what we had. So Yeah, and they did update the menu a little bit. You get a 14-ounce ounce roasted
0: prime rib with a horse horseradish cream al juice served with one accompanied selection. For fifty-two dollars. That ain't bad, John. Nope. You get one side? Sixteen ounce prime rib, uh prime ribeye steak, blue cheese shallot butter served with one side for fifty-nine dollars. I'm not upset with that. Twelve ounce New York strip steak, which are all prime, uh with a brandy popcorn sauce with a side for fifty-five dollars. I mean fifty-seven dollars. And then you got the eight ounce filet, which is right up Dougie's right up Dougie's lane. It comes with a cognac truffle butter and served with one accompaniment. Selection upgrade to two to a 16-ounce bone-in filet mignon for an extra 30 bucks. I don't need that. $55 for a filet and a side. That's perfect for me, John. Because you know what there you, you can do? Sides are usually so big, you each get a side. And then you can order one-third to split between you. Am I wrong? Like the, like each get the potato and then order the side uh, green with it, right?
1: Yeah, spinach, the cream spinach.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, company selections are mashed potato, potato leeks of gratin, and house-made french fries. So you get them, and then you could also side dishes of... Uh, they got a couple different things here. You know, a couple different vegetables. They're between nine and ten, nine and eleven dollars, John. So uh what else you got here? Dry age Doric pork chop, uh, which is forty two dollars. You got a sea seafood subpoena with shrimps shrimps, scallops, clams, mussels, and lucid apicith? A B S I N T H E aposith. is that right, John? Sure. <laughs> and a Frigola Sardo. Hey, Frigarlo, bring the Sodaro. <laughs> Forty nine dollars. And then you got a Peruvian barbecued chicken, which is thirty six dollars. It comes with rice and. And then you got the chef's catch of the day, John, for thirty eight bucks. So, the uh, the menu sounds uh, better than when I've been here years ago, John. I like it. Yeah, you? yeah,
1: it sounds sounds a lot better than what we had a couple of years ago, but I wouldn't get Lisa to go back there. So I don't think we'd be, we'll be eating there again. But it certainly sounds better than we ate there. What's it been, four years ago now, I think? It's not that long ago, but yeah. I mean, it was good when we, we enjoyed it, but it wasn't worth I mean, and I had a big coupon for it too, but it, and it wasn't worth the, the half price that I paid. So yeah, I wasn't all that impressed with it. It sounds a lot better now, though.
0: Absolutely. Now, they updated the Le Cellier menu in October. Do you want me to do that? Do you have time for that, Johnny?
1: Yeah, let's do that.
0: Okay. I'm looking at the whole menu here. I'm trying to see what they have. The candy cheddar cheese soup is... so Candy... Canadian cheddar cheese soup is so good, John, for $13. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah. You better be careful what you're saying there. It sounded like you were going with a candy corn cheddar cheese soup, and that just sounds disgusting. I thought it was going to go
0: candy bacon in the cheddar cheese soup is what I thought. Okay. I, was to... I could live with that. That sounds
1: a little, yeah, candy corn, no, thank you. Yeah,
0: they got that for that for $13. You got an artesian cheese and charcuterie board for $21. Uh, we don't want anything plant-based. You got a bread service. Jumbo chilled shrimp for $19. Slow roasted pork belly for $17. I wouldn't mind that for an appetizer, John. And then you got a citrus seafood medley. medley. So let's, here, we'll go to the entrees. You got soup and salads here. Le Cellier filet mignon. Triple A Canadian beef tenderloin. Mushroom risotto. Asparagus. Tomato relish. Truffle butter and sauce. What do you think the price of that is, John?
1: That's Lisa's steak. I'm gonna go sixty-four
0: ninety-five. You went over sixty-two dollars, so you, you. I was so close. Yep, but that's not bad, John. I mean, yeah, we used to pay when we started going here forty for the same meal. Remember? Remember those good old oh, days? Yeah. Before everybody got attached to this place. USD prime rib steak with Yukon. See. I like the mushroom risotto, but I always order a side of potatoes with any steak I get, John. I gotta have potatoes. I can't eat a steak without
1: potatoes. Do you Un-American. like it? Do you like it, <laughs> Doug? I don't, I like potatoes almost as much as you do. So yeah, I, yeah, I gotta have any. Actually, any beef product, I gotta yeah. have, Even if it's roast or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I need some kind of mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah, me
0: and my buddy Donnie were walking out of Brigada the other on Thursday, and we were talking about because we. We've seen these home fried potatoes in the morning and we're like, I ain't ever met a potato I haven't liked. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah. You remember, you remember, uh, Bubba from, uh, uh, Forrest Gump yeah. and his, uh, uh what? Uh, yeah. Shrimp thing. I think we, mean you could do potatoes, right? <laughs> so. Yeah. You got your grunt potatoes. You got
0: your scalp potatoes. You got your home fried potatoes. You got your tater tot. You got your French fries. <laughs> You got your double stuffed
1: brown.
0: Yep. Double stuffed baked potato. You got your potato with chives. <laughs> I mean <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, you can go all- any potato, dude. Any potatoes I'm good with. Uh,
1: that's that that's that Irish in you and then like yeah. German in me. So yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: USDA prime rib with the Yukon gold potatoes and a crispy onion for fifty nine dollars. That's not bad, John. That's what you go with the ribeye, don't you? Yeah, I love ribeye. Yep. So that's fifty nine. You got your sustainable fish for forty five. Then you got your USDA prime New York strip steak with cheddar potatoes a gratin. Oh, they are so. They're a gratin potatoes at La Salle are phenomenal, dude. Uh, and with your crispy onions, that's only fifty four dollars, John. And then you got your bison strip loin for fifty four dollars with a boise potato with a boors potato puree so uh dude i've already had the agrant potatoes here and i was i ordered a side of uh mashed potatoes and Brent wanted to beat
1: me <laughs> you had potatoes, and potatoes yes yes
0: <laughs> yes She's like, "What is wrong with you?" I, I said, "I like both of them." <laughs> you remember years ago, and I think it was back when, like, because the one I ordered the filet mignon I ordered at that time came came with a a, a gratin. They were having some kind of deal. Because remember, when you used to go in for lunch, they would have specials sometime back in the day at Disney resorts. Remember them good old days?
1: But oh, you must years ago.
0: Yep. Back when not everybody would go to... Those were the days that I could walk into Le Cellier and uh, get a, walk up without having some punk laugh at me for seeing if there was any availability for lunch. You know what I'm saying? At the last minute. Yeah. But they used to have these garlic mashed potatoes back in the day. Do you remember them? They had a garlic mash I, there?
1: I I don't think so. I know I've had really good mashed potatoes, but I can't remember if they were garlic or something else. So.
0: Yeah, they were garlic mashed, dude. I could. Oh, they were so damn good. But yeah, they have the loaded Boys and Ma- mashed potatoes for ten bucks, and then they have the side. They have the sweet potato casserole, which Brenda's has gotten at before, which is really good too. I mean, La I've. N- I've never had a bad meal there, and I never had a really bad experience, except for the one time being pushed out the door, and then the other time Brenda talked about on our show when they when they spilt the juice on my back, the gravy on my back. You remember that one? Oh, no. nice. Very yeah, nice. we were in the eating with my sister-in-law and her boyfriend at the time, and the girl went by and poured hot uh, al-juice down my back. It was really cool.
1: Ooh, Roasty.
0: But you know what the best thing was, and I still have it upstairs. They gave me a gift. They gave me a credit to go upstairs and pick out any shirt I wanted from the gift shop. Absolutely. So I wanted to go back and get them to spill more on my my Nike <laughs> shirt, so I could get a free T-shirt from Disney. You know what I mean?
1: Look, can you go ahead and put it on my shorts, my yeah. my uh, uh, shoes, and you know, go ahead and burn me a little bit if you can, if you have to. I mean, that's fine.
0: Absolutely, it was it was it was it was a good thing, John. I'll tell you another good thing. I pick on Disney all the time lately, but I still love you guys. But the Gingerbread House over at the Grand Floridian, that is a work of art every year. It is absolutely gorgeous. I was showing the guys at work, and they couldn't believe it was all edible.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of work involved with that. The uh, pastry chefs at this time of year really earn their money, don't they?
0: Yep. I mean... It is amazing how beautiful that thing is. And and the same thing was uh, all the stuff over at the boardwalk and all the other resorts today. Yep. It is absolutely breathtaking, dude. But I, I absolutely love that gingerbread house. Absolutely love it.
1: Yeah. yeah, going in and out of Old Key West and all the uh, decorations are up at Old Key West. And they actually put three new wooden statues out in front of uh, Old Key West. There are three six foot tall or so pelicans uh, carved out of wood. And they're really cool looking. They look, I wouldn't say cartoonish pelicans, but almost with a jovial look about themselves. But then they have them, they all have, uh, right now they all have Santa hats on and uh, Christmas lights all wrapped around them and and totem presents and stuff. So they really look uh, festive. That's cool. cool.
0: I love that, dude. I love when you, you see the new things that the parks have put up. I mean, the little odds and ends and they add a little bit here and there. It's, when yeah. you find something new, dude, you get all excited like a little geek.
1: Well, that's what I saw in Lisa. I hope they leave these statues up. I hope they're not just Christmas decorations because they're actually really cool looking and they fit so well with the motif of uh, Old Key West. So,
0: Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Be awesome. They did leave it there. Uh yeah. The twenty seventh of this month of November, you get to see Derek and Julianne Hoff. They got the new Disney. Uh, Derek and Julianne Hoff return to host ABC's festive annual special, The Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration, which is Sunday, November twenty seventh. And they're gonna have all kind of guests and dancing and stuff like that. Which any sneak peek we can get into the into the parks, John. We're all in, aren't we?
1: There you go
0: uh new droid depot merchandise featuring r2d2 bb8 and so you gotta you got money extra money to spend which me and john don't have go over there and you can spend your last nickel over there getting some droid stuff done john those droids are cool though
1: every every day i i drive it out of studios people are coming out with the lightsabers and the droids so yeah, things are getting made. Lots of uh, they're very expensive right now too. So. What
0: what cracks me up though is, and this is again with the other hypocritical crap. So they'll sell a, a lightsaber that you can carry through the park and annoy the crap out of people. But if you have a selfie stick, they want to kick you out of the park, John, because it's annoying. <laughs> What's the difference, John? Really? What's what, was is the person taking the picture with a selfie stick any more annoying than the 18-year-old there's or the 8-year-old swinging a lightsaber inside behind them? There's a,
1: there's, there's a big difference, Doug. That selfie stick you bought at Walmart for eight ninety nine. Mm-hmm. that lightsaber you bought at Disney for $375. And I I'm, mean, can, 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 do you need any more explanation?
0: Exactly. You explained it all to me and I know it, but neither one is less annoying to me standing in line with oh, either one of them. That's the point. That's the hypocrisy of them. As long as they're making money, it's allowed. Any And then any time you take money from them, I wouldn't be surprised. Like And that goes all the way back to them banning bags but signing the deal the same day with uh, with Ziploc on Splash Mountain <laughs> to give out free bags. Like, yep. it's okay if they're making money, but I wouldn't be surprised if they sold selfie sticks in the parks and you could only use those ones and never triple the <laughs> money. Uh what else do we have here? John, I don't got much else, buddy. I know you're tired. You gotta go home. You gotta head in the Mr. Walmart today?
1: No, no, I'm sitting at the gas station just uh getting ready to head home. The beautiful no, no Walmart today.
0: The beautiful thing you didn't break up once
1: yeah uh, another beautiful thing uh, Doug our weather finally broke we've got exa- this is why I live in Florida okay so for the next person before you say anything right
0: now, bite me John <laughs>
1: uh, about 52 degrees in the morning warming up to about 75 so that's that is why I live here. Uh, I suffer through the summers every year but man when it turns like this you can't beat it
0: nope and 22 this morning warming up to 46 today. <laughs>
1: No, sir, no, no, sir, and you poor people in Buffalo, no, uh-uh, mm no way, uh-uh. I ain't doing that, no, Dude, sir.
0: that further, about... Th- go ahead.
1: They're... They were doing the math this morning on the snowfall and a 2,000 square foot house, and it sitting on your roof and how much that weighs. <laughs> Something like 49,000 pounds is going to be sitting on, no, uh-uh. Nope. I, uh-uh, I just don't see that, no. I don't
0: want it, I don't want it. Uh-uh. Nope uh, and that further makes my argument for every stadium should have a freaking roof should have a retractable roof or a closed in roof because who like who wants to play like now they're playing in Detroit because they can't you know there, there's no way they'll be able to shovel that out by the game.
1: Well, that and I don't think they people getting there. On the road on it, yeah, yeah. People getting that's there. Yeah, that was another big factor too. So. But
0: but just the slipping, the falling, the like I said a million times, eighty three percent of all concussions are caused by not helmet to helmet, but the 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 tackle of the head snapping back like Tua did hitting the ground.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that's exactly what happened to him. It wasn't a targeting call or anything no. like that. He just hit the ground. So Most yeah. of
0: it is hitting the ground. You'll see receivers jump up and when they extend, if they don't catch the ball, they fall backwards on their head. Like you can't tell me uh the Lambeau field it. 30 degrees of frozen tundra because they do have heaters under there, but it, it only keeps it from helps it melt, it doesn't make it warm, John. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, so a,
0: a you can't tell work. me a 75 or 70 degrees climate control field is not safer for these players than a frozen field. Or, like, you're watching guys like a couple weeks ago, I'm watching the one game, it was raining so much, I don't know, like, they're slipping and falling everywhere. That's not fun to me, John. And you're watching ankles get rolled over. I, I, I don't understand if you really care about player safety like you say you do. And you'll continue to have these games outside. And all it is is the old school. Oh, I'm a tough guy. I I eat, I eat nails and and for dinner. That's how tough I am. Back when we played, we had five broken fingers and I'd still squeeze somebody by the throat with them. You know, <laughs> you know it's those type. You know what I'm saying? And I get to the good old days. But... I never felt that way ever about football. I used to enjoy playing in the snow as a kid for the first five minutes. And then I'm like, this is for the birds. I don't feel like slipping all over the place and having snow down my pants to have a football game. Yeah. And I said a million times, so and how about we do this? All of a sudden, you have a temperature control in the ice so you can melt the ice and watch the players skate through puddles if you want you know to. I mean, Why don't we change that and maybe take a floor, couple floorboards out of a, of a basketball game? Make it more interesting that's all it is it's, it' They think it's more interesting to watch the game in the snow. i don't
1: uh, it's amazing to me that 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 we allow football almost in any any weather except for lightning, but baseball it starts to sprinkle what it's called yes <laughs> so, a little sprinkle yep, yep, that's it we're done
0: well so. even here though you play into October I I've always said why don't you extend like change the season start the season in March and end it in September so you're not playing in October in in 28 degree weather in some of these are free <laughs> baseball ain't made to be played in that I think baseball because know how they have the cactus league and and the Florida League, the Grapefruit and the Cactus League, one's in Arizona, the other one's in Florida. Yeah. I think the baseball season should start in March. They play the first they play March and April amongst the teams that are in Florida and Arizona. Give the fans of Florida a treat of having regular season games and then bring the teams north in May. Wouldn't that make sense, John?
1: Yeah, that would or uh, what I've always thought is just shorten the season because I think baseball's too long as it is. So I wouldn't mind seeing the season cut down by 30 games or so. Nobody would, That's but mean, they'll never
0: happen because of the salaries.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know, I know.
0: It, it's so they I could mean, sell the $13 seriously. beers at the game, John.
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of, uh, uh, well, well, since we're just rambling here, Doug, speaking of uh, beer at games, did you see what Qatar did with the World Cup coming?
0: Oh, uh, what, what scumbags they are?
1: Uh they are not going to allow beer at the stadiums. But it's so sponsored by Budweiser. Up. I know, I know, right? Yeah. yeah, figure that one. You go figure. I mean, Budweiser has to be spinning their out of out of control. I mean, how can you not have?
0: Well, they a, they announced I, what Budweiser spent. What do you think they spent to have the sponsorship? Million. Seventy-eight million dollars. Seventy-eight okay. million dollars to sponsor that.
1: And and now you can't sell your there, beverage at the frigging game.
0: Nope. It's ridiculous. But that whole that whole system is, like, soccer, I, you know, worldwide, everybody loves it. I'm going to be watching it because I like the World Cup. I, I appreciate soccer. I understand how hard it is. But the owners of those soccer leagues are the most corrupt people in the world, dude.
1: It's like oh, the mafia and cartels own
0: 80% of those yeah. teams, it seems like.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I can't imagine the British and the German fans, just to pick on those two, uh, being told they can't have beer at the freaking stadium. Oh <laughs> I mean, no! Oh come on! Really? No, no. I don't. I don't know if Britons are allowed to watch uh, soccer without friggin' beer in their hands. So. No. Yeah, you'd have
0: you'd have them walking in with a uh, flask everywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah can't imagine
0: here's one last disney story before i let you go john which i would be cool to learn uh zootopia now is going to be uh did you see this zootopia plus comes to the animation experience at disney's animal kingdom so you're going to be drawing the zootopia cast that's pretty cool john
1: yeah that's cool and maybe that's still an indication of the rumors that were flying around after uh the the big uh E 23 event that maybe Zootopia would be replacing uh, Dino Land um, at Animal Kingdom. So maybe yeah, that might be
0: true. You can now you can learn now how to draw some of the characters of the Academy Award-winning film <clears throat> Zootopia with the new Disney Plus original series at Disney's Animation Experience Conservation Station located at Rafiki's Planet Watch at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So uh. It's a 25, led by a Disney animator, the 25-minute class will teach you to draw Judy Hopps, Nick Wild, or Flash. And they will guide you through it like they did the old school. I still wish the old one was open at at Hollywood Studios.
1: Yeah, that was something I never got to do.
0: Man, me and, I still had the pictures here a couple times we did it, dude. Winning the Pooh was the last time. Uh, tickets now on sale for a chef's dinner at JLo Academy in Disney Springs, so you can do a chef's dinner over there at JLo, which is pretty cool. And that's about it, John. There's news on the Light Cycle, but I don't believe that's ever opening, so I'm not even going to read it.
1: <laughs> I know they picked the cast members for the opening opening uh, crew. Um, I know those were picked, so maybe maybe next year we'll see something.
0: Oh, and concept art unveiled for a cake bake shop by Gwendolyn Rogers replacing the ESPN Club at Disney's Boardwalk, John. So we actually got some of the pictures and renderings of uh, what the new place is going to be. It kind of looks a little bit like the original ESPN Club. They kept the lighthouse style at the top.
1: uh, More catering to the rich people and and shoving us sports fans aside. Yeah,
0: they'll give me a seat out by the back dumpster. There you go so but anywho john i'm praying the goodness that me and brenda get to come down soon and i don't have to do a solo trip john well,
1: sounds good so
0: anyway give our love to the beautiful lisa tell us we're thinking tell her we're thinking of her and uh please guys head over to, over to itunes and tell us how much you hate paul and scott we'd really appreciate it
1: <laughs> yeah paul and richard yeah, yeah. You know. yeah we appreciate it oh and uh big thank you to you again mr davis you uh was kind enough to send lisa another uh gift card this week so that when she is feeling better we can get out to dinner at some point so she's looking forward to it
0: we're just trying to put smiles on your face i wish we could do more but we're trying to do a little a little as we you know little here and there just to cheer you guys up you know we love you guys you're like family to us you know so you're ordinary. You're my my other brother now that I get to fight with on occasion, John.
1: There you go. There you go.
0: You start all the trouble all the time. I know everybody I know listening I... would know that. Absolutely. <laughs> but please, guys, head over to iTunes uh, and leave us a re- review if you could. Everybody be kind to one another. And what else, John?
1: Fold your strollers, for God's sakes. And, d- and don't walk down the bus lanes. Pay attention and watch your children.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had them. Keep an eye on them. <laughs> yeah. Please. All right, guys. Everybody right. be good. We will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, right, John. Bye, folks. Have
1: a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a great week.
0: That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here.